Empathy is definitely one of our core values. So we're really focused in our marketing to shun that hashtag Fitzbo trend and to show a diverse range of women and the many ways she chooses to be active as well. So on our social feeds, we talk about the pain points our customers are experiencing, both buying activewear and exercise and body positivity. Hello and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Hello listeners, it's Katrina McCarty, your podcast host. Now today on the show, we have got something quite special. Instead of having one guest, we've actually got two guests on the show. Uh, Today I've invited Stevie Angel and Nadia Tucker, the founders of an activewear company based in Brisbane, Australia called Active Truth onto the show. Now, the reason I have asked these two women onto the show is that I love their marketing communications to mothers. And I think there's so much for marketers and business owners to learn from them, specifically in the role of empathy, also the way they depict mothers, how they utilize customer testimonials. There's so much gold in this episode. I really encourage you to take the half hour, get out a piece of paper, make some notes because These two women are doing so many things right in their business. So here we go, your episode with Active Truth. Our guests today are Stevie Angel and Nadia Tucker, the founders of activewear company Active Truth. I wanted to welcome you to the show, Stevie and Nadia. Your business has actually been on my radar for quite some time, so I've been really keen to get you in on the show, and I wanted to thank you for making the time for us today. And I know, Nadia, you have actually just flown in uh, back into the country, so thank you very much, ladies. Stevie, I'd love to hear from you first, if that's okay. Can you please share with our listeners a little bit about your business, Act of Truth, and how did the business actually come about and what inspired you and Nadia to launch Act of Truth? Absolutely. So three years ago, Nadia and I launched Act of Truth. We're an activewear brand that celebrates and caters to all women, regardless of their size, shape or stage of life. So we make active wear in sizes 8 to 26, including a maternity range, and we're really passionate about showing a diverse range of women in our marketing who we never, ever Photoshop. So the idea for Active Truth came about when Nadia and I started getting back into an exercise routine after having our second kids about three weeks apart, and we'd go to the gym together and put them in the creche, and with that new exercise routine came the need for new active wear. Um, especially because our bodies had changed so much after having our babies. And all our activewear purchases were made online because the thought of taking our kids to a shopping centre and trying to, you know, put on Lycra in a change room with the baby and a toddler in tow was just not going to happen. So time and time again, we were just disappointed by what was arriving in the post. The products that looked beautiful on the website, beautiful on the models, but they didn't perform 
One particular, I guess, purchase that sticks in my memory is Nadia bought these beautiful leopard print tights from a very trendy brand and then we went for a walk pushing our prams and she just spent the whole time hiking them up. So she couldn't even go for a a walk in them, let alone work out or do anything else in them. So we had this sort of disappointment in the products that we were buying, but we also found there was a real disconnect between the marketing we were seeing from the activewear brands as well and what was inspiring to us, which was, you know, mums who are managing to fit exercise into their busy lives and for really positive reasons, so for their health and their happiness and enjoyment and fun, not necessarily, you know, the number on a scale or a dress size. And, you know, looking at social media, all of the models we were seeing were young and skinny and they were either looking sexy and seductive or they were athletes they weren't like us at all and it was you know demoralizing and frankly unattainable so we set out to create active truth a brand that you know made amazing tights size inclusive and represented a diverse range of women in our marketing that's awesome. Lisa, you've been incredibly successful in such a short space of time. I know, I believe I was reading your story and you started the business with 20000 You had a turnover of more than $2 million in your second year of business. Just phenomenal. Congratulations. Why is it that you think you've been so successful as a startup against some of the you know really big players like Lorna Jane, et cetera? I guess what I'm really wanting to ask you is, what makes Active Truth so special and what are you catering for that others aren't? I think uh, first and foremost, we, we have an exceptionally good product and I think it's one thing to attract customers to your brand with great marketing, but if you don't deliver on your promise, then you're not going to build a loyal customer base. You know, for many of our customers, they've had really negative experiences shopping for Activewear in the past. We know that the average size Australian woman is a size 16 but she's lucky to find tights that fit and function well enough to work out in. And, you know, when she does find something that's normally black or boring or poor quality. So we're really passionate about delivering both a product and a shopping experience that people want to tell their friends about. And, you know, operating in a crowded market like Activewear, you've got to know your why and communicate what makes you different to the other brands out there, especially when you're up against big brands like the Lorna Janes and the Lululemons. And we were really lucky because we saw traction straight from launch and we believe it is because we had the courage to be different to everything else that's out there. There's no other activewear brand in Australia that's embracing size inclusiveness like we are and committing to showing women, you know, with every freckle, every lump and bump left untouched. I think, you know, we're special because we really see our customers as well and we've built this beautiful community which is based on celebrating women for who they are and not telling them, who they should be or exploiting their fears and insecurities about their bodies. And, you know, together with our community, we're really trying to make change in this space of body positivity and inclusiveness. And for us, it is more than just selling a pair of tights. Oh, I love it. There was something that you said then, Stevie, that really resonated with me, and that was about being different. I see many brand marketers having incredible success by being different in their in their market. Uh, and it, that really comes with understanding the marketplace and what your customer wants. And I guess, Nadia, I'd love to actually hear from you now. I'm really keen to talk about your audience at Active Truth. I talk a lot about with my 
with my clients the need to pinpoint who your most profitable segment of the market is and and kind of build a strategy all around them. I'm keen to understand who you believe your most profitable segment of the mum market is and what is it that you know about them or what have you learned about them since launching the business? Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, we created Active Truth because we believe that there was a huge segment out there that were being underserved by the activewear market, in particular pregnant women and women who wore above a size 14. These women didn't have access to the same quality and styles as everyone else. And we really wanted to focus on celebrating and serving these women who had far too long been underserved. Since launching, we've gathered information from so many different sources and we do it in so many different ways. We recently requested feedback through a survey and we were absolutely overwhelmed by the response. We had thousands and thousands of women undertaking this five-minute survey to tell us about our brand, products they liked, how our products made them feel. We request a review after every sale and we also talk to our community through all of our social media channels. And a lot of the feedback we were receiving was probably what we already intuitively knew just from listening and observing our customers. And we also know that many of our customers were sceptical about buying from us. They, they've told us in so many of our reviews and that's because they've been frustrated by previous shopping experiences. And so we really recognise the need to build trust through our whole buying process from the way that we talk to our community on social media the way that our customer care team interacts with any inquiries, um, to the experience of actually placing the order on our website and then right through to receiving the product in their hands through the logistics services. And we also know that once we've built that trust with our customers, that our customers can be our greatest advocates and become long-term loyal buyers. And, you know, one of of my favourite things, and I've seen it so many times today, someone saying, hey, Sally, and they tag us in a, on Facebook or Instagram and they say, these are the types I was telling you about today. And, you know, we still get good spumps every time we, we read that. Oh, I bet. I bet there's nothing better. There's, you know, there's no better endorsement than having someone say you need to be wearing these tights. And as someone who's actually bought a pair of your tights before, the buying experience really is second to none. It's a, it's a really pleasurable experience. So if anyone is, any of our listeners are listening and want to, want to have that experience and buy a pair of Active Truth tights, please go through the process and be really conscious about the experience that you're having. Before we continue with the podcast episode, I want to tell you about our podcast sponsor, Cooperate. Cooperate is a powerful marketing technology platform that allows marketers to visualize your brand's customer journey, deliver great content at each stage of that journey, and see how it all performs, all managed from one centralized location. Cooperate has been built by marketers for marketers. I've actually had the opportunity to see the platform in action and I genuinely think it's worth taking a look at if you're a marketer managing large brands which want to attract more mums. Now let's head back to the podcast.
Now, Nadia, one of the key reasons I really wanted to get both you and Stevie on the show was actually to discuss empathy. I've been observing your marketing communications now for a couple of years since you've launched. And what really stands out for me time and again is that you have a really deep understanding of your audience. I mean, you know, just talking about the survey that you've just been doing, you're really connected uh, with your audience. And I find that empathy oozes from, from your communications. I think that empathy is actually the missing ingredient that many brands are missing in their communications to mothers. And I'm keen to get your perspective on how important do you feel empathy and having a deep understanding of your audience has been in your success at Active Truth. Yeah, absolutely. Empathy is definitely one of our core business values at Active Truth. We recognise that so many of our customers have been underserved or have have had horrible shopping experiences online, whether that be for active wear or for any other services or products. So we really work to educate our customers and also understand their needs and come up with the best outcome from them. And that's not necessarily to sell them one of our products. And these communications with our customers, it often involves really sensitive subjects or providing us with really personal information that is really difficult to share that, you know, sometimes you wouldn't even share that with your best friend. So it's really important to us that our customers feel really comfortable and really supported during this process. And we also recognise that, you know, women have been taught that they're not enough. Only one in in every five Australian women, women are satisfied with their bodies. And it's no wonder every time you look to social media, you see the same person, the same woman. And we really don't believe that women want to see just one stereotypical type of ultra fit woman wearing active wear so we're really focused in our marketing to shun that whole fit hashtag fitspo trend and to show a diverse range of women and the many ways that she chooses to be active as well and we really really aim to be the change that stevie and i want to see in our social media feeds so on our social feeds, we really talk about the pain points our customers are experiencing both when buying active wear but also around exercise and body positivity more generally. And sometimes that can be quite lighthearted and quite funny. Um, Stevie and I love nothing more than a, a great meme. We send them to each other on Messenger all night. But sometimes it, it has to be um, a little bit more serious and, um, you know, we're not afraid of, you know, giving our point of view on um, topical issues. Mm. And for, just for our listeners, I actually highly recommend that you sign up to Active Truth's newsletter and start following them on social and just watch how they communicate and demonstrate empathy to their audience. I believe this is really the gold standard and uh, and I reference Active Truth a lot when I'm talking about empathy with clients. So look, a big congratulations to both you and Stevie, Nadia. It's, uh, it's wonderful the way that you communicate. Nadia, just following on from that, I wanted to actually talk about this aspirational versus reality in your communications. Being real is something that in all our research has come through very strongly that mothers want. Also showing diversity, being inclusive, showing that, you know, rejecting that that aspirational model which is always presented. I think that being real is something that Active Truth does really well. And it really reinforces that empathy that we've been talking about. How do you avoid being aspirational and, and how do you stay real in your marketing communications? 
the way that Active Truth communicates our community and the public is really just the way Steve and I talk to each other and how we would speak to any of our community members if we ran into them in the street. And when we describe this to our new starters in our team, we say we want Active Truth to be like one of your best girlfriends. She's lots of fun. She's your biggest cheerleader. But she's also not to, you know, afraid to call you out you know, when she disagrees with something and you know that she's always got your back. So one of the ways that we do this is that, you know, we never, ever, ever Photoshop our models. Um, we show every lump, every bump, scar, freckle, tattoo. These images, they're not like the polished, perfect images that you see on other social media accounts. And also really importantly, it's not just about the images, it's also about the language that we use. And our captions are designed to create conversation. And, you know, as I said before, sometimes give you a laugh but they're, they're designed not, not to sell a product but to, to you know, connect with you on a, on a greater, like more emotional level. And one of the things that we absolutely love doing and, you know, you know, Steve and I get excited every time we see that we're tagged in photographs is to use our customer photos and to use our customers' own words when they describe our products. And so much of our customers' photos and their, their own language is used in our content both on social media, um, in our marketing and on our website. And another way we do that is we show our faces all the time and the entire Active Truth team. We show the behind the scenes content, how we interact with each other. And we know that this really is building trust with our community and we know that they really value hearing from us. And we especially find that mums in particular really love supporting other mums in business. Absolutely. We see that time and time again. It's actually one of the big trends that I've written about in my new book. Yeah, it's a big one. Stevie, can I talk to you and ask you about the inclusivity of the Active Truth brand? You spoke about or you pointed out earlier that the average woman is size 16, yet most brands seem to stop at size 14. And they're really kind of missing out on some sales. I actually had a friend who was out shopping in a very, very well-known fashion store. And she went up and she found a, a, a top that she liked. She's quite our fashionista within the group. And she took it up to the sales assistant and said, you know, can I try this in a in a size 14, please? And they said to her, quote, unquote, we don't carry extreme sizing. You know, you talk about making women feel bad about themselves. I've actually watched and observed women online celebrate your inclusive approach to your brand by offering such diverse sizing up to size 26. Why do you think most apparel brands continue to stop ranging at a size 14? It absolutely baffles me. And I'm wondering if perhaps you could share with them why having a more inclusive approach can actually be good for business. Sure. So unfortunately, the story you shared about your friend is an all too common experience that we you know, hear from our customers over and over again. I think for a lot of businesses, they do the things the way do things the way it's always been done and they don't necessarily think outside of the box or how they can do things differently or even that there is an issue that needs to be addressed to begin with i know you know reading in the media when they're pushed on why they're not more inclusive in their sizing it pretty much always comes down to the expense the design process is more expensive having to hold additional inventory extra fabric costs and so on these are the reasons i think that businesses are generally giving for not being size inclusive. But we are, we are seeing a shift with some brands um, who might offer 
a selection of items in extended sizes, but they're still, you know, usually a smaller selection and they're housed in a separate plus size section on their website. You know, they're not integrated and, you know, you know, we're offering every size and every product and not just in our bestsellers or not just in black, which is, you know, whatever everyone sells. Or we see brands, they might use a size 14 model in the occasional photo shoot. But, you know, we, we just think it's lip service and they're not doing enough. And even more frustrating is these are really big brands with big budgets and they do have the ability to enact real change in this space. For us, you know, one of our benefits is because we are a self-funded business, so we can make decisions that, you know, allow us to create a business that's inclusive while also ensuring that it does stay profitable so we can continue to educate and inspire and cater to all women. But we're not just focused on the bottom line. We're taking a more holistic approach to the business. But saying that, I also think there is, you know, huge untapped potential in this space and for us the inclusivity is absolutely the key to our business success so far. And we're not just doing it, but we're committed to doing it really, really well. Oh, and you are. Look, big congratulations. Yeah, Women <laughs> around the country, uh, you know, really, really appreciate the work that you're doing. It is not going unnoticed is is really the core message that, that I wanted to communicate with you. Need some help attracting more mums to your brand or business? Marketing to Mums can help you. This marketing and research consultancy founded by your podcast host, Katrina McCarter, can assist you. Marketing to Mums can identify gaps and unmet opportunities, undertake research to determine who your most profitable mum segment is, and help you create a strategy to gain a commercial advantage in the marketplace. Email hello at marketingtomums.com.au to find out more. Stevie, just moving on from that, I recently saw that you took a stand on women's access to activewear, and I'm actually keen to read out uh, an Instagram post where you said, fact, wearing uh, great activewear isn't a privilege only for women of a specific body shape or fitness ability. All women should have access to clothing that makes them feel confident and supported when they work out. Telling women they need to exercise to look a certain way isn't inspirational. It's demoralising and unattainable for most. We should be supporting women to be active on their terms for the right reasons, like fun, health, happiness, enjoyment and community. Our vision for the future is that this will be the norm for all apparel brands, not the exception. Look, this seems to be so deeply ingrained within Active Truth's purpose, you know, to make active wear accessible for all women. How important do you feel sharing your purpose has been in growing awareness and positioning your brand in the marketplace? Uh, it is everything and it's something that we're so passionate about and it absolutely infuriates me that women are shamed for not exercising while at the same time not having access to clothing that performs to exercise in. These posts uh, where we speak our mind, we always get a lot of engagement from our community and we do try to publish them regularly because we're always attracting new followers and we want anyone who, new who joins us to really understand what Active Truth stands for. 
And we are laser focused on our why and our values and we're continually looking for ways to communicate this with our customers and our community. So whether it be through the images that we share, the language we use, uh, we also try to tell our story in the media and the way that we communicate one-on-one with our customers. I think every touch point is an opportunity for us to share our purpose. Mm, and it's seen. So, you know, great job. Nadia, I'd love to uh, talk to you now, if that's okay, about collaborations and partnerships. I've actually recently observed that you've formed a marketing partnership with Share the Dignity to raise funds for Rochelle Courtenay's fantastic charity. Can you share with our listeners about some of the benefits you've found in collaborating with other businesses? And have you collaborated with other businesses outside of Share the Dignity? And, and kind of what were those experiences? Yeah, I'd love to because this is a um, real passion for me. And it's really interesting. We, we met Rochelle at a, um, a mum's networking event a couple of years ago. So that's where um, our relationship began. But this is the second year that we've collaborated with Share the Dignity to raise awareness and funds for the charity. They do incredible work around supporting women in need through providing the basic dignities to help them manage their periods. And we've found that collaborating with like-minded businesses or charities like Share the Dignity is mutually beneficial because it gives us both access to communities of like-minded women. And as we know, we all like supporting other women that are in business or are running charitable organisations. But what we really find is really important for us to do when we are looking to partner with these organisations is to ensure that you choose a partner with similar values. One recent, uh, more recent, so we've got a collaboration happening um, with Share the Dignity at the moment, but um, more recently we collaborated with Taryn Brumfit from Body Image Movement to help her raise awareness and money for her next documentary. Now that we've grown our social media community to a significant size, we really want to use this platform to help other businesses and organisations that we believe in get their messages out. And we often collaborate with other brands to provide product for photo shoots, um, which helps us both increase our exposure through sharing these images. The businesses that we partner with, often female-led, we're based here in Brisbane, so uh, we've worked with a lot of uh, local Brisbane-based brands like Frankie Four and Vivra. And it's a really great way to connect with other business owners and foster relationships so that you can continue to learn and grow from each other. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more, Nadia. I grew my first business to a community of 150,000 mums across Australia purely through collaborations and partnerships. So, And there's so much satisfaction in growing your business alongside others as well. So that was some great examples. Thank you very much for sharing those. I'd now love to open it up to both you, Nadia and Stevie, and ask you that as successful business owners marketing to mothers, are there two or three tips that you might give to marketers or other business owners who are listening today about what you've learned about marketing to women and more specifically mothers. And I guess my real question is around what is it that you think marketers really need to be laser focused on? Well, something that's worked really well for us uh, has been collecting testimonials and reviews from our customers. So we've found that people are going to trust the opinion of a stranger on the internet over you telling them how great your product is or how great your brand is. So we've got over 1,400 reviews on our website now, and then we then leverage them on a social proof. So in our email marketing, our paid ads and all our social channels. And we know that mums are really busy and reviews give her an army of women who are doing the legwork for her. 
Absolutely. That's a great one. For me, you know, I think about myself too is that marketers should really be treating mums with respect. She's got huge purchasing power and for too long she's been represented as the same woman. She's young, she's slim, she's white, she's baking cookies in the kitchen. And for me, it's really time that we do things differently. The reality is that mums and families are also different, just like the women who come in all different shapes and sizes. And it's time businesses recognised that and started representing these women authentically. Oh, I agree. Thank you very much. That was some terrific tips. I'd love to know now what's next for Active Truth? Uh, We're really excited to continue focusing on video. So this is both across our social media and our paid ads, but also on our website. So we're going to be adding videos to all of our product pages so customers can see the product in action. Uh, We can demonstrate how squat proof Mm -hmm. our tights are. And we really want to take customers behind the scenes of our business even more so they can get to know us and get to know our team even better. Fantastic. If people wanted to learn more about you, and your business, Active Truth, or perhaps even want to get themselves a pair of of tights, what's the best way for them to do so? Oh, we'd love for you to come visit us at activetruth.com or come join us uh, in the conversation around health and wellness on our social media pages. We're on both Instagram and Facebook at Active Truth. Fantastic. We will actually make sure that we've got all of those links easily available for you for listeners in the show notes. Stevie and Nadia, can I say thank you so much for your generosity in sharing your expertise and insights with us today? Thank you for being part of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. Thanks, Katrina. It's been great talking to you. Thank you for having us. Now, wasn't that a great episode? Great to have two guests on the show. And what I love about the work that Active Truth are doing is really their deep understanding of their target audience. They understand their target audience like you might a best friend. And this is what I often see a lot of brands missing. So this is one of those episodes where I recommend actually listening to it a second time. Get out a notebook, get out a pen, make make some notes about some of your takeaways out of that episode and then I challenge you to actually see how they might apply to your business or your brand to help you better engage with the mothers in your audience. I thank you very much for listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organization by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favorite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.